Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's podcast. I am stupidly excited about this one because it is officially my birthday. So, of course, this podcast will be about teaching you something that's extremely important to me, but I just wanted to give myself a little birthday pep and say happy birthday to myself. I'm recording this literally on my birthday, which makes it even more exciting, but I'm just excited to share my birthday with you. I'm excited. Um, And actually, it was a little... So here's a fun story. I was thinking about what I was going to record for my birthday podcast for probably about three weeks. And I couldn't think of the right topic. And other topics kept coming up. And some of the ones I was thinking of recording wanted to come out earlier out of me. So like the... What would this look like if it was easy? That one I was planning. Maybe that'll be the birthday podcast. And of course, it came out way earlier than what I was expecting. So... I've had a little bit of fun trying to figure out what I was going to record for this episode. And of course, I'm talking to my dad, hanging out with him. Um, I had just done a birthday dinner with my parents and my grandma, and it was really lovely. And I'm talking to my dad after everything was said and done. And I was talking about, you know, what I wanted my next 10 years to look like. And it's something I kind of said that made me have the perfect idea for this course. It was... I'm a smart, educated woman. I know I can get whatever I want. It just doesn't have to be that hard anymore. And I always have this theory that if you ask the right questions, or at least if you can ask questions in general, you'll get better advice and you'll kind of collapse time a lot better versus trying to struggle through everything. So with this being the first day of my next 10 amazing years in my life, I am excited to focus on collapsing time because that is literally what I'm going to be focusing on for the next 10 years. So what do I mean by collapsing time? Well, I'm going to give you a bunch of examples. I'm going to give you a journal prompt. All of this, you can find it at the um, website, margaretstevens.co, and you can find it a you know, every resource I talk about in this episode, you'll see it on the on the blog. So don't worry about trying to remember everything. And again, if this is a new concept to you, listen to it a couple times, ask me any questions that you have. Um, and then that way we can go ahead and, you know, kind of co-create together. So let me stop dancing around and go into what does collapsing time mean? So again, let's start off with a story. I had talked to Ben one day and we were really, really young. So still super newlyweds. I mean, maybe 21, maybe 20. And I was like, man, you know, what are we going to do for like the next 10 years? You know, I was thinking I didn't have a, a, as clean of a process as I do for creating what I want for my next decade. So, you know, we're in our twenties. I think like, I want to say we were about 20 and I'm like, what are we going to accomplish in our twenties? You know, And I was like, you know, dream with me, babe, dream with me. He's like, okay, well, I want to get college done. I'm like, okay, awesome. We'll have college accomplished. What else? Um, And we had, by then we had bought the house, but before we were like, okay, we're going to buy a house. So we're like, we've bought the house. We're in the middle of college. We'll finish college. What else are we going to accomplish? And we're like, oh, we want to make this much money in our careers. We want to have this status in our careers, like this title, um, 
And we were talking about, which is ironic, we were talking about in our 30s about creating enough income so that we could start a motorcycle shop so that we could leave corporate and we can work in the motorcycle shop. And collapsing time is this. It is stating your intentions open and honest and exciting and, you know, without judgment and then whether you, you know, if you're conscious about it, consciously starting to look at ways to kind of leapfrog through time so that that intention that you set happens faster than what other people would expect. It's probably sometimes maybe not as fast as what you want, but way faster than what is considered standard. So going back to that story, talking to Ben, we're talking about, yeah, and then maybe about 35, we'll start the motorcycle shop and we'll do this, 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 and this. And in reality, we ended up graduating college. We got our fancy schmancy titles in our IT jobs. And we actually even started the motorcycle business. And this was all before 26. So I don't say this to brag. This is not a brag session. I'm saying this because the reason and the how of how we actually accomplished all of that was we collapsed time. We set out intentions of we want to have this schmancy schmancy title and we were unapologetic about saying it. We would talk to our bosses about it. We would say, hey, what courses do I need to take to be eligible for this promotion or that promotion? And because we showed this level of dedication to something, we were able to kind of leapfrog regardless of our age, regardless of how long we had been doing something, we were able to leapfrog over and over and over above people because we had a very clear goal. So collapsing time in my head is this really awesome fun phrase, but if it's easier for you to comprehend of having a goal that feels a little bit ridiculous and saying, okay, I want X goal with X and M within X amount of years. And then you just start shifting your life a little bit to hit that goal. And then within a couple of years, instead of saying a decade, you're thinking this goal is going to take you a decade because you were conscious of it, because you're putting it out into the universe, because you're talking about it, because you're moving towards it, that goal just collapses and comes to you so much faster. So of course, as always, I'm going to give you a couple different steps. So this is very tangible for you because it can sound like a very spiritually woo-woo-y concept, but there's actual steps behind it to make it very concrete. So step one is create the goal. What is a goal? What is it that you want to do? You know, I want you to think about it in a manner that is concrete. So if your goal is... And I want it to be a goal that changes your life, not just a goal that you should have achieved. So if you haven't gotten married by now and your goal is I want to get married because that's what society tells you to do, that's not going to work. It has to be something that lights you up. So say maybe your goal is to become an artist and within the next 10 years you want to be featured in an art gallery. So let's use that as the example. I want to in the next 10 years be featured in an art gallery. Awesome. Start telling everyone. And it's a little controversial. I always like to say tell everyone, but with the caveat of tell everyone that you feel comfortable sharing a deep goal with or a deep uh, desire with, because I don't want you to be telling everyone your goal and having a bunch of people like shit on you or poo poo you. So instead of giving it access to everyone to your dream, give access to the people that are really supportive to your dream and say, yo, 
BT Dubs, I want to be featured in an art gallery in the next 10 years. This is going to be amazing and it's going to be awesome. And even if you can pick the art gallery, say, I want to be featured in X, Y, and Z art gallery in the next 10 years. And then you start to get to work. So you start to look at the tangible things that you need to do behind the scenes to get featured in that art gallery. So maybe that means you go ahead and you um, start physically creating that art, whatever that art is. Maybe you're a painter, maybe you're a sculptor, whatever the scenario is, but you start creating that body of work and you start creating that art. And then maybe you start taking that art and you go to a couple of local art shows. Maybe you start sending off, um, I don't know how this works in the art world, so I'm going to butcher it a little bit. Sorry, artists out there, if I offend you, it's not my intent. Um, so maybe you start taking your art and you start, you know, pimping yourself out to other galleries or maybe local expos, or maybe you take your art and you put it in a charity event that it can be used to start raising money from there. You look at getting press for your artwork so that you are recognized a little bit. Maybe you by then hopefully have a website that people can buy your art and people can learn about your art and you have this online presence so that by the time you feel ready to go to an art gallery or you've got enough you know, exposure behind you to go to an art gallery, you can go to that art gallery and say, hey, art gallery X, Y, and Z, the one I've been dreaming about for Evs. I have X amount of pieces that I've been taking and I've been able to sell this many pieces um, for charity events. I've been able to lend out this many pieces for cultural events. I've been able to do this, 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 and this. I want to get featured in your next art gallery session where it's obviously appropriate. And, you know, it's one of those things that this could all happen within three years. You know, who's to say it has to take the decade, you know, and then when you're pitching that art gallery, you don't have to say, I've only been doing this for three years. You can let the results stand for themselves. And then the art gallery would be like, oh my God, this is amazing. We love all the tangible results. We love the fact that you have a really engaged clientele. We'd love to feature you in our art gallery. So I'm not trying to make light of this. I'm just trying to give you an example to make it kind of tangible. But when you're collapsing time, you, like I said, you have that super crystal clear goal. And you're like, okay, the spiritual work behind it is, okay, here, God, universe, the, you know, cosmos, whatever you believe in, here is what I want. Here is the goal that lights me up, that makes my eyes pop open and I get a flush. I look excited. I can't sit still. I won't shut up about it. I have a Pinterest board dedicated to it. Like it gets you super freaking excited. Here is my goal universe. Help me figure out how to get to that goal within this time frame. So I always like to set a time frame when I'm collapsing time, because even though my goal is to obviously do the goal within a shorter amount of time, I'm saying I have to hit this goal in a maximum of 10 years. So I have my goals that I want for the next 10 years. And I'm saying, hey, universe, for the next decade, this is what I want my life to look like. I'd prefer to do it in about three but you've got no more than 10. So that is my time frame. I literally feel like I'm giving the universe like a short order cook order almost. Hey, I want the BLT. I want the soup and I want uh, hot cocoa and I want it in three minutes, but no more than 10 minutes. Like that's the running joke. So you can take 
that big goal. You can tell the universe, this is what I want. I am stupid freaking clear on what I want. And then you say, I want it within this time frame. And then you start doing the work behind the scenes. And it's one of those things where you have to have the practical and you have to have the spiritual behind it because you can do the practical things like create, like going back to art gallery example, creating the physical art, starting to get the art out there, starting to go to local shows with your art, starting to go to charity events with your art, creating a website so that people can buy and find your art. You can do all the practical things, but if you don't have the belief that the, all of this is building up to my really awesome goal of getting into an art gallery, it's like the universe has all of this energy behind it, but it doesn't know where to send it. So maybe you'll get a bunch of success in certain areas, but you're still not going to feel fulfilled. So to collapse time, you're knowing where you want to end up. You know how you want to feel already. You want to feel excited and proud and amazed because you are featured in an art gallery. So if you can get that, I mean, mind you, I've never desired to be in an art gallery, but I can already get super passionate about, oh my God, I want to be in this art gallery. So if I can get that level of excitement and joy and passion behind something, that is giving a very clear sign to the universe of like, hey, this is something I really, really want. Help me get it as fast as freaking possible. Because I go back to, you know, just because conventionally someone might say oh it takes on average 30 years to get featured in an art gallery well that was that was true for them but it doesn't have to be true for you why can't it be done in three why can't it be done in five why can't it be done in a year I mean there is no limit I love how Amanda Francis says says this there is no chalkboard in the sky that says it takes 30 years to get featured in an art gallery none of that is true these are all myths and beliefs that we just made up because we wanted some type of container around understanding our environment. So if you can get behind the energy of I'm going to be in that damn art gallery, I don't care what I got to do. Show me the way, help me figure this out. I am here. I am listening for a divine inspiration. Maybe the divine inspiration says, Hey, there's a local event that comes around twice a year. Maybe you should be in that event and show your art, you know, little things like that will start to pop up that you would never have thought of otherwise. So that's how you start to have the universe help you create and collapse that time because on a conscious level, your brain and on a psychology ish level, you know, a non woo woo -wee level, your brain is trying to whenever you give your subconscious a thing to think about, like, hey, I want to be featured in an art gallery within 10 years. And you're very, very clear on that. Your subconscious is like, cool, we got something to run with. Let's get to work. And while you're sleeping and while you're eating and while you're Netflixing and while you're doing all of these other things, your brain in the background is like, well, how do we get her into that art gallery? She says she wanted to be in an art gallery. And I like to think of, um, I don't remember the Disney movie off the top of my head, but it's the Disney movie that talks about emotions or whatever. And you have the sad one and the happy one and the angry one and all of those people. And they're like in a control center inside the person's brain. I like to think of your subconscious as that. And everyone in the little pool of your subconscious is like, well, she really wanted that art gallery. So, you know, maybe she should do an event. Maybe she should be on Facebook. Maybe she should do this. Maybe she should do that. Because they're all thinking and helping you create all of these possible opportunities to get your butt in an art gallery. Because that is their goal. You gave them a goal to work on. You gave them something to chew on. 
When you don't give them something to chew on, then normally they chew on something bad. So why not give them something good? It's like a puppy. You can either, either give the puppy a bone and he can chew on the bone, or if you don't give him anything to chew on, he's probably going to find your shoes, probably going to find your most expensive shoes and chew on those. So which would you ha rather have, the bone or the shoes? So your subconscious is the same way. If you give it something tangible to run with, it's going to be like, yeah, we've got something to run with. We're going to get her into an art gallery. And then again, that's how you start collapsing time because majority of the time, to be perfectly honest, you will come up with some banging ideas you never would have thought of otherwise. And because you have these, you have this openness to new ideas that you never would have thought of otherwise. And if you actually take action on them, Oh my God, you will start to see results so much faster than you ever would have expected. So again, the whole goal is to get to that feeling, get to that end stage of, I want to be in my art gallery. I want to have my art out into the world. I want people to see it. I want to be in this art gallery. It's going to be amazing. And you're saying you've better do this within a, at maximum 10 years, but you're not setting the minimum. So, you, you know, you could have some amazing ideas and you could be approached within a year because you took inspired action. You told the universe, hey, this is what I want. Help me figure this out. Give me the guidance. Give me the way. Clear the path. Don't put any other bull crap in my way. Show me how to do this because this is what I really, really want. And the other thing your brain will start to do is as you start working on the tangible, you'll start working on the minutia. So the minutia is the other part of collapsing time. You've got your goal, you're working on the tangible, but if you're only working on the goal and the tangible 10% out of, let's say 60% of your available brain juice, and I'm, I'm talking about like you're off time. So you're off work, you've gotten all the other things done, and you're kind of good on Netflixing. If you're only working on art once every, like one little piece, and you're only working on it an hour a month, of course it's going to take you all 10 years. But if you clear out the minutia, clear, whether you have a physically cluttered environment, you have cluttered relationships, you have limiting beliefs, you have... Um, Whatever the obstacle is, like, I don't want to put a limit on even the obstacles. If you start to recognize, hey, these are all the obstacles I have that are taking away my ability to work on my art, which would get me into an art gallery. Your new job is to clear the freaking minutia and get all of that out of the way so you can work on the art. Maybe you're not working on the art every single night, but maybe you're working on the art three nights a week. That's a hundred, literally, that's three times faster <laughs> than the one time, um, you know, a week or maybe the one time a month you were planning on doing because you are, I'll go back to it's that goal, it's that feeling. If that thing lights you up so much, you're going to want to chase it. And it's not going to be a chase of, oh my God, this is stressful. Oh my God, this is hard. Oh my God, this is overwhelming. It's a chase of, oh my God, I want it so bad. Oh my God, I can't wait for that to happen. Oh my freaking goodness. I, I am just dying for the moment that I can show my art off in this art gallery. And I am just so freaking excited. I just want it to happen now. If it's that type of goal you're chasing, 
you're going to be willing to clear the minutia. You're going to be willing to possibly get that babysitter if you need to. You're going to be willing to ask the, the spouse for, hey, can you cook dinner two nights a week while I go work on my art in the office? You're going to say no to dumb things. You're going to spend your time in just better manners. And then again, you're going to have all of these inspired thoughts and feelings. And as long as you take action on them, you're collapsing time because you're focusing on something that is really important and you're telling the universe and you're telling your friends and you're telling your environment, this is so important to me. I want it to happen now. So I also believe that to collapse time, it has to feel good, like I've said, and it has to be something that you've desired. So, you know, not everything happens within, you know, a really short amount of time. You know, some things do, some things don't. And sometimes you can be focusing on a goal and you're like, you know what? I don't feel the goal anymore. Maybe your goal shifts. Instead of being featured in that art gallery, you're focusing and feature, you know, you're focusing on being featured, you know, in a magazine instead. It doesn't matter what it is as long as you're just stupidly clear on those goals. So that's why I like to, for, you know, bringing it back into perspective of like my birthday, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's my birthday. I just like really clean numbers and patterns. And I made this thing years and years and years ago that every decade I was going to focus on something big, bigger than myself, bigger than what I could comprehend. And so I had my goals of what I wanted to accomplish in my 20s and also what I wanted to accomplish a little bit in my 30s. And I was like, you know what? If some of that all or all of it happens sooner, awesome. If it takes all 15 years to happen, I'm okay with that too. But because I was super freaking clear, I knew where I wanted to go. I took the inspired action. I cleaned up the minutia in my life. Those things happened so much faster than even I could expect. And because again, I go back to it, it was really, really clear on what I wanted. So because I saw over the last decade, how powerful being clear on what I want as a goal is and what it can accomplish. I'm like, well, shit, I got to up the ante. I rocked my twenties. I crushed what I feel like I crushed it. You know, it didn't crush me. I crushed it. So let's do that for the thirties. Let's have this amazing, beautiful journey for the next 10 years of my life where I am creating double what I was creating in my twenties, you know, and I think I feel like I created some really amazing things in my twenties, but I'm like, man, if we could do that in my 20s, what can I do in my 30s with wisdom and age behind me and, you know, more space and more awareness? What can we create that just blows my mind? And it's like, oh, my God, that would be freaking amazing. I'm not asking you. And this is the other part of collapsing time. It's surrendering a little bit. It's surrendering the fact that you don't know how this is going to happen, you know, I didn't know how I was going to start a motorcycle shop, let alone in my 30s. I, I had no clue, but it ended up starting in my 20s. And then the opportunity came up and it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I can't wait to do this. And I said, I have no clue what we're doing, but let's do it anyway. This was a goal of ours. So I, the surrender part, um, I heard this from someone and I thought it was beautiful. And it was, again, it was in regards to like the Bible, but I, I just like the principles around it, not the fact that it's a religious thing. Um, and it was surrender is not just 
I'm going to fly like in my head. I think of it like this. Surrender is not, I'm going to flop on the floor and just wait to see what happens. Surrender is I am willing to see things differently. Help me give me inspired guidance so that I can have someone behind the scenes working to help me. I surrender the how I don't surrender the physical action. So that's why I was saying, like, I don't believe surrender is you just like flop on the beach or flop on the floor and say, universe, make me a person that gets into an art gallery, but you never actually create the art like that would never work. You have to be in alignment of all of this stuff. So you have to be universe. Help me get into an art gallery while you're in the background creating art, while you're clearing out the clutter so that you can create art a couple nights a week, while you're going out there and you're showing off your art, while you have a website, while you do this, and you're telling the universe constantly, yo, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I am willing to see things differently. I'm willing to get some guidance. Please help me. And it's like you're asking the universe for help. So uh, that's pretty much probably the final step in collapsing time is the surrender. So to recap all of this, collapsing time. Step one, get really, really clear on that goal, but make sure it's a goal that lights you up like a damn Christmas tree. You feel so excited that you're like shaking like a little chihuahua with joy. <laughs> step two, get behind the tangible things you can do right now. I don't expect you to know what to do in regards to everything, but give me the tangible. What steps do you do know how to take? What little actions can you take to hit that goal, to get to that goal? While you're working on that, step three, get rid of all the bullshit and the minutia in your life because that is just clogging up the timeline of collapsing in that time. The more minutia, the more weight. So, and I'm talking like physical weight in timeline. So get rid of the bullshit, get rid of the limiting beliefs, get the support you need, ask for the help so that you can focus on creating the tangible steps to get to that goal. The final step, number four, like we just talked about is surrender. And again, it's not surrender, just lay on the beach and do nothing. It's a surrender that you don't have all the answers in regards to the how, but you're willing to get guidance to find out how to have this happen. So I hope that this podcast episode was very helpful for you. It's very helpful for me because, again, I am going to spend a little bit of time and create what I want my next 10 years to look like. And I'm going to use literally all of those steps. I've been clearing a bunch of minutiae. I'm focusing on the tangible. I'm surrendering that I don't know every single step. And I finally have gotten really bleeping clear on my goal. So. I hope that this podcast serves you and I would love it if you shared with someone else. And if you want, take the action and give me some of your journal prompts or give me some of your inspired comments over at the blog, margaretstevens.co. And I can't wait to see you there. And I will talk to you on Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.